Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. Hey, what's up, ladies? Welcome to another episode of Spiritually Me with your girl, Dulce Candy. It is an honor and a privilege to be able to be listened to by you. Before we get started, I would really appreciate if you guys left us a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to our podcast. It's a really wonderful way to show support for the podcast. We are brand new, so we would really appreciate all of your feedback. And of course, you know, we're always looking for ways to improve and you are what matters here. So your feedback is highly important and valued here. Now, today I wanted to talk about some of the biggest life lessons that I learned in 2022. Things that I would share with my daughter or my little sister um, because I do believe in self-development, of course, but I believe in taking action when I read a book, when I read something, if I attend a workshop, action is the most important thing because we don't just want to be accumulating knowledge and wisdom. You know, we want to be able to put it into action so it can actually change our lives. If you continue to wait for the right time, you are going to waste your entire life and nothing is going to happen. There is no right time. The thing about it is that there's two different kind of people. There are the people who are the gunners, and then there's people who are the doers. Gunners are people who are always going to do something, but they never do. And then there's people who are the doers, who just say they're going to do something and they do it. Now, I have this big aha moment, right? Because I do take action in my everyday life. I love manifesting and working towards my goals. I'm passionate about that. I take action every single day. I don't sit on my butt. But then I realized, oh, even though I am taking action in some things, this doesn't mean that I am actually stepping outside of my comfort zone. I was in the car just the other day. My hubby picked me up from a yoga class in Venice, this beautiful studio called Open, and I went with my comadre Jorge. We had the best spiritual yoga session ever. And my husband also got me a connection with a to teach at a senior uh, assisted living center around my neighborhood. And so he got me the name of the person because he likes to walk to that location. He got me the name of the person and I was going to call her because he's been telling me like, hey, you should call so-and-so so you can teach meditation because I'm actively teaching meditation now, which I'm so grateful to be doing. And so in the car, Aaron was in the car with us and we were on the 405 freeway. And then I was like, 
I'm going to wait until I get home to call her so I can be in my office and it's quiet and I can focus and, you know, have my calendar in front of me and I can schedule when I can come in. And then he's like, were you not just telling me about the gunners and the doers? You just said you're going to do it. And I'm like, oh my God, you're so right. I literally was preaching gunners versus doers. And when he said, here's the number, I was like, I'm going to call her when I get home. So why not just call her right there and then? The lesson here is that there is no perfect time. We want to create a perfect time. We're waiting for the perfect time for us to do something. There is no perfect time. For me in my mind, the perfect time would be in my office in the quiet, quietness of my office. But why not just do it now? What are you waiting for? Next up is taking action. We have so many dreams, so many goals, so many ambitions, and we don't take action. You know, death to me is my biggest motivator. Death is my biggest motivator because we're all going to die. We don't want to talk about it. We don't want to really acknowledge it for the most part. It's not something you have a conversation with with your family or friends because things can get dark. But it's going to happen to all of us. And the crazy thing is that death can happen when you go to bed and you just don't wake up. It can happen when you leave the door. It can happen at any random moment. Death does not discriminate whether you're a great person doing amazing things for this world and you have all these dreams and goals and ambitions and you're just putting out loving kindness. Death will show up no matter what, unexpectedly. You never know when it shows up. So then what are we waiting for? Why not just do it now? I was in my own little bubble for quite quite a few years. I definitely was very um, in my own element And now I am definitely in the energy of being front and center and taking a lot of crazy action and embracing fear in every which way. As a matter of fact, I put this quote up on my Sweet Soul Instagram account and I wrote, a lot of people say, follow your heart and I say, follow your fears. Take action towards the things that scare you. That is the door that's going to open up so many great opportunities and expansion and growth and a life that you will not know unless you take action on that. Get comfortable and familiar with the feeling of fear, with the feeling of shaking. That's part of the journey. We want to act like if it's fearful, if we're afraid, if it's uncomfortable, if you fail, we want to act like that's not a part of the journey. No, that is part of the journey. Every single person that is successful, however they define that to be, embraces fear with courage. They work really hard to develop the mentality that they deserve what they're chasing after. Happy people are not happy people by accident or because they just are the way that they are. Happy people are happy because they work really hard at being happy. You might have a dream deep inside of you to do something specific that only God put in your heart for you to do. And the only person that can fulfill that dream and that goal is you. The only way that you know how. And we don't want to die with any regrets. And like I mentioned, death can be knocking at our door in the next few hours. And yes, I'm going there because that's the reality. And that's the only way that I was able to change my life is to really face things head on. That's the only way. We're not sugarcoating anything because we want actual change. And all of these things are painful, right? Realizing what life truly is, how much people really matter to you, the people that you love, how much you love them, 
is in loving someone so much pain. And there's going to be pain regardless. There's going to be pain if you stay in your comfort zone. The pain will come from regret. The pain will come from not fulfilling your God-given destiny. But there's also pain in pursuing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, taking action and embracing fear, failing over and over again. There's pain in that too. So you can't escape it. So which one are you going to choose? What pain are you going to choose? Next up, I wrote down, you will lose most of your relationships when you start to grow with intention and purpose. Why? Because oftentimes when we bond with people, we bond through how we have healed or we bond through our, our traumas. And so when you begin a journey of discovering who you truly are beneath the facade of your body, your job title, your role as a wife, a mother, a sister, a daughter, when you start to unravel and move away all of those layers and you find that you are a beautiful, divine, undestructible soul, you find that the people that you used to bond with through your pain and the trauma They no longer resonate with you and your spirit anymore. And so one of the beautiful things that I've experienced in my healing journey is that I didn't even have to lift a finger for these relationships to dissipate. And you will naturally start to attract more people who are vibrating at the same level as you are, who see the world from the perspective that you see it, but in their own unique way. These kind of things just will naturally start to happen. Relationships will start to dissolve but new and beautiful ones will start to emerge. The next one I just wanted to mention also because we are not in the season of our lives, ladies, to let people control our energy. So we are going to let people win arguments for the rest of our lives. Why? Because we are going to conserve our energy for things that matter. If you follow Dr. Joe Dispenza and his work, which by the way, I do his intensive programs and now I'm learning the science behind manifesting. The importance of intentionally creating the thoughts and experiences you want to have is so important because that's what creates your reality. So when you are arguing with someone, you are creating more of that same kind of chaos for your future. So let people win arguments. We have to remember that we all see the world in a very different way. We project our beliefs in a very different way based on our upbringing, our beliefs, where we were born, our experiences. This also reminds me of the importance of being aware of projections and reflecting other people's pain or trauma or hurt back onto them. Uh, Just recently, I was at the nail salon and this lady that was getting her nails done, I think she looked like she was in her 20s. She was having, um, she was just upset over the way that they did her nails. And she was extremely upset and bothered by that. And so she kind of started, you know, saying some things to the lady technician that was doing her nails. And eventually they started arguing, they started raising their voice, and they both just started going at it back and forth in front of everybody in the nail salon and I was just sitting there getting my nails done and I was just observing what was happening and I wanted to ask the girl that got her nails done I'm like 
are you okay? And I think that's important to note because especially for me, you know, if someone calls me out of my name, if someone does something that's disrespectful, like we had this incident recently where, not recently, like a few years ago, where this um, lady pretty much told my husband to go back to where he came from and something just kind of went off on me and I started cursing, you know, cursing at the lady. And that's not like me. I do not see that side of me ever, really. And so there's moments where that kind of vicious, not viciousness, but just defensiveness, like I'm just defending my husband. But I was like, looking back, I'm like, that does not make me any better of a person. She was being racist. And I stooped down to her level to call her out of her name. What, like, I did not like that about me. I did not like that because I started to reflect, especially more, more so now, if I want a peaceful world, I have to be able to reflect a peaceful existence to someone who is not doing well mentally, who is having a hard time. Maybe they're sad in life. Maybe they're upset in life. Something is hurting them. That's the only reason people say hurtful things or treat you unkindly. It's because they're hurting. A person who is happy and feeling fulfilled and connected to God does not do that, in my opinion. So it's more about seeking to understand the person and helping the person and not taking it personally and so that's a lesson that i learned and that especially nowadays with cancel culture which i do believe in of course you know people should be held accountable when they do something wrong or they say something that can hurt a lot of people but the way that i see it on social media and the way people just attack one another whoever is the one getting canceled i just see a lot of hate I see a lot of people jumping to the opportunity to bring and tear someone down. And that's happened to me before in the past. Um, And within my community as well, which is something that hurt me um, terribly. And I'm not going to go into too many details because this is many, many years ago. And it did hurt my feelings at that point. But I got attacked and um, canceled. Well, yeah, I guess they tried to cancel me. This was before cancel culture was really a thing. It was just starting. And it was very, very hurtful because it was um, people from my own community, women from my own community that were doing that to me. No one asked me the real details about the situation. They all just kind of jumped on on the bandwagon and started attacking me, um, bullying me on the internet. And it's something that I see often, you know. So to me, one of the most important things that I'm learning as well is to seek to understand and not bring myself down to the level of people who are hurting and who are hateful because then it doesn't it just makes me like them Um, next up I have to say living small because you're afraid of what others might think of you don't you dare dim your light we have all of these dreams goals and ambitions and when you fully start to express yourself in such unique way when you're living life authentically when you are connecting to your higher self which to me is the soul within us when you're connecting to that essence the spirit within you that wisdom within you you begin to create something so magical so unique so beautiful you start to tune into like oh this is why god put me on earth this is my purpose and what happens is that when you are connecting more and more to that part of you You don't look like the rest. 
You don't act like the rest. You don't think like the rest. Because we're all meant to be unique expressions. But in society, we seek to fit in. We want to fit in so we dress the same. We wear our makeup the same way. We, you know, change our bodies so it can look the same way. We act the same way. We attend the same things. We pursue the same careers or whatever. Or we live our life in a certain way without really thinking, is this really what I want? Is this really fulfilling for me? So what happens is that other people who now see you as different might start to come after you. People are afraid of different. People are afraid of what they don't understand. And the crazy thing to me is that people that I've seen that judge others for living the way that they choose to live never ask, hey, let's have a conversation. I want to know why you see the world this way. Why you think what you think. It's been more of like, I want nothing to do with you because you don't think what I think or believe what I believe. And it's separation at its finest. It's the greatest illusion to be separated over a belief, over a skin color, over our body, over our hair texture. 2023 and forward, we do not care. Gandhi had haters. Martin Luther King Jr. had haters. Some of the greatest people on this planet had haters. Jesus had haters. Jesus, Mother Teresa, come on now. No, we're not, we're not shrinking. We don't live our lives to seek approval, to be liked, to fit in. The people that love you, love you for who you are, and they accept all of you. And those are the people that matter. The next thing I wanted to add, I'm almost done, guys, is to be kind. You know, you never know what other people are going through. And it's so true. We are all fighting our own battles we're all trying to survive out in this world some somehow some way you know we're all trying to make it through this life and the last thing that we need is someone to give us an attitude for no apparent reason and I had this um, experience just recently too I went to um, I teach meditation to seniors with dementia and I have this beautiful group of women just yesterday and oh, we had the most beautiful experience. They really enjoyed it. And a woman, her name is Shelly. She came up after the class. I was already walking out and she just came up to me and gave me the biggest hug. And I was just like, wow. I was just so grateful just to get a hug from someone like that. It felt beautiful. And then a few hours later, I go into another building and um, to inquire about something specifically but this guy whom I've never met in my entire life uh, when he first saw me when I walked into his office he gave me such a cold feeling like he gave me this attitude of like what do you want like just attitude you know like if I was someone who's just unimportant and not that I need someone to be like you know, it's just the way that that people approach you. Some people approach you with so much love and light and other people approach you like, like you ain't ish. And it didn't bother me, of course, because first of all, we're way beyond, you know, caring what people think about us and that determining how we feel about ourselves. But it was more about an, an observation that I made about like, oh, wow, in the real world, in the world just when you're walking out and about with people just out there's many types of people and not everybody is grounded in the true self and that's okay i was like cool 
you know, and, um, I'll never be back there again. <laughs> so anyways, um, yeah, that, that was it ladies. Uh, just be kind. I know you guys know this, but th for me, th that's the energy that I'm going to bring forward is be kind. And if I'm not having a good day, I'm going to stay my butt at home. I am never going to give someone an attitude that does not deserve it. Don't take anything personal. People are just projecting what they see, what they feel about themselves. It means nothing about who you are. Anyways, ladies, that pretty much wraps it up for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you have any questions, um, please leave them on a DM, drop me a DM because that's where it goes down on my podcast's Instagram page at spiritually me podcast and I will link it down below also but it's going to be a new segment called hola dulce where I will be answering all of your questions in a future episode so have a blessed and beautiful day and I can't wait to see you when we connect again next Friday